Well, pinkies, this is your beleaguered Fay driver. Just gotta fix my mirrors. Oh, I got the moves. All right, now I gotta get out of this place. I am near Sacramento. I'm about 40 miles north of Sacramento um, in a camping site. Now, I do have to tell you about crisis. We're in crisis mode. But I'll get to that. I am on my way now to go into Yuba City to get parts for my busted RV. But more on that later because you're not going to keep listening if I tell you now. Um, first of all, we have been on the Oregon coast. We've been at a couple places down the Oregon coast. We've been enjoying the beaches, most definitely. Um, uh, the wind and the sometimes sun. Um, it's quite cold. It's much colder on the Oregon coast than it is here in California, which is up in the 100 degrees, 100 degrees, 30 Celsius. Um, the problem with the Oregon coast is the places that we're staying at, there's no internet. Not only is there no internet, there's no cell phone, uh, at least where we're staying. And the cell phone, you have to walk out to the beach. If you get to the beach, then the cell phone works. Um, <clears throat> but if, you, uh, if you're at your campsite, there's no cellular connection. And there's the, the Wi-Fi where we are at is... There was no Wi-Fi in where our particular campground was. We had to climb up, you know, walk up the hill, you know, I don't know, uh, 500 meters, which is 500 yards, that's five football fields, something like that, maybe six, to use the Wi-Fi. Or you could go to the lodge, you know, you can go to the lodge and sit in the, in the lodge uh, lounge room and connect to the Wi-Fi, which is very pitiful, by the way. <clears throat> so... Uh, we've been so out of touch, but I can tell you some good things. You know, as you know, we've been <laughs> we've had the fires. We've been under attack from the fires where our house is up north in British Columbia, um, and that fire is still burning across the lake from my house. But they have removed the evacuation alerts and evacuation orders. The order is get the hell out now. The evacuation alert is be ready to roll. So in our little community, we're no longer under any alerts, uh, which presumably means they might have the fire under control. But I have not had internet for a while, so I don't really know exactly the extent of the fire, but the fire is still burning and there are still other areas which are under evacuation order. So there's that. So anyway, we've been enjoying ourselves here in, uh, in, in Oregon, and now we are in California. We just got to California y yesterday, 
uh, Yuba City, <coughs> um, roughly. Um, so, now I gotta look here because apparently there is a sewer dump out. So, I'm in another one of these campsites where there's no sewer. Fortunately, we're only here for a few days. And uh, so I can I use my tanks and then I can do a dump out. Oh, yeah, this will be much. Oh, out of service. What is this? There's a sign on it. It's caution. What does this sign say? Caution. Wet floor. <laughs> okay. Hang on. What is it? Seed dump station is closed. Oh, okay. So this one is closed. All right. Can't use that one. All right. So there's only like four, maybe two, three to four dump stations in this park we're in. So I guess I'll be using the D station. Um, so now we're going through A section. I don't see any dump stations in A. Also, you have to drive five miles an hour. If you drive more than five miles an hour in these parks, somebody comes out and yells at you. And I have about a mile, I gotta drive a mile to get out of this park. <clears throat> so I'm still on park property. So anyway, we had a very uh, quiet, somewhat boring, although I was busy a lot. I, I don't know, I guess, I, I seem to have a lot to do. And, it, and you know, we move every three days or so. So every three days, I have to do a move and you know it's quite complicated to put your RV away fold up everything uh, and then drive for four hours or six hours or whatever and our dog doesn't like to drive so the dog is on edge which makes Mr. Anderson on edge and then uh, it's just it's all very it's all very convoluted pulling your damn trailer through the of the uh, you know, Western United States <laughs> every three days, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and in actual fact, we've been we've been moving every day. We've been driving, doing a temporary setup, sleeping, and then driving again. So today we have two days here um, for me to be able to deal with the crisis. So I will tell you now about the crisis. <laughs> You know what else I should do? I should look at my notes. Just let me give a minute to look at my notes. Okay, we're getting, we're gonna be out of the park here soon. I'm on pavement now. <clears throat> oh yeah, the, here's the thing that's new to me is the uh, tire popping pegs that you can only drive over one way if you drive over it the wrong way, you you pop your, you know, all these spikes go into your tires. So I've never seen this before in real life. So this is quite common in these parks, these little speed bumps with these deadly spikes on them. Okay, now we're out of the park. I can go more than five miles an hour. So let me tell you about the crisis. Now, those of you who have RVs, which I think is two people, um, that being Casey in Denver and 
Daniel Brewer, I'm sure he doesn't listen to this, but if he was smart, you might learn some valuable information about your RV from my problems. <laughs> so I have a 33-foot RV, fifth wheel, and it has a fridge in it. And the fridge is at the very, very back of the RV. The back, it's on the back wall of the RV. Now this fridge runs, uses three systems to operate. 12 volt battery power, propane, and then 110 electrical. So when you arrive at a campsite, you plug into the 110 and the, the 110 takes over and it runs the fridge. Oh, it's church day today, Sunday. I'm passing by a church. I should probably slow down. Uh, look at all the cute church boys. <clears throat> Um, so there is so the brain of the fridge runs on 12 volts battery power so okay now where do I have to turn I am turning which way left okay um, so the brain detects whether or not there's 110 volts and then if it sees 110 volts then it switches over to the 110 volt power to operate and if there's no 110 volts then it fires up the propane system to make the cold whatever the cold gas to run through your fridge so what happened for me is my 12 volt electricity power supply which is a 30-foot wire, two wires, uh, that run from my power distribution center, which is a little, it's a little fuse box. Okay, now am I turning? Oh yeah, I gotta turn again now. I'm going on to the freeway, or Highway 99. Okay, I'm going over here to join 99 North. Okay. Um, so my, <laughs> this wire, there's, so there's a, like a 30-foot wire to go from the front of the rig down 30 feet to the back end of my 33-foot RV. <laughs> so this wire is rooted all over the place. Now somewhere, oh, I guess I need to stop and merge. Do I have a lane? I have a lane. Okay, go, go, gadget truck. All right. Uh, boy, it sure is different driving this truck empty than it is driving 12,000 pounds connected to it. Um, so what happened was there's a short, there's a wire. The wire has been pinched. There's some sort of a problem where that 12 volts that's going from the power distribution center is being interrupted or shorted out against something somewhere in the 30 feet between the front of the rig and the back of the rig. So I've been now so we get to we arrive here in Yuba City. We get set up on our campsite and I discover that the fridge is dead. So it takes me a while to figure out why is the fridge dead? What's happening? Oh, bang bang and and I figure out oh these fu there's this fuse that keeps blowing. So then we're going, oh, now what are we going to do? Let, we're going to have to phone a mobile RV repairman because we're only here for two days. And surely a mobile RV repairman can come out in the next 12 hours to 24 hours and fix our fridge for us. 
Well, of course not, you dingbat. That's never going to happen. These, and also, it's a Saturday, so today is now a Sunday. Yesterday, we discovered Saturday. Oh, the fridge is broken. we got to get it fixed. Let's start phoning around. Of course, it's message machine, message machine, message machine. And so, I actually, this guy actually phoned me back. And I said, Do you, can you come fix my RV in my fridge? And he says, sure, I'll come next week. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be here next week. But he helped me. And he said, okay, well, here's your problem. More than likely, your, your fridge is shorting out the wire, this wire I talked about, going from the front of the RV to the back of the RV. There's a short somewhere. It's been pinched or kinked or whatever. A mouse has eaten through it. And uh, the wire is broken. And so the current's not getting. And that's, what my, that's why your, your uh, fuses keep blasting, you know, getting busted up because there's a, there's a bad short. So that's great. It gives me a solution. I can work on a solution. I, I understand much of this, you know. I, I, I much. I loosely understand wiring and all this. So this guy really helped me. Matt from Matt's RV in Sacramento. <laughs> um, so I now I have... A, some clues that I can go forward and try to fix this problem. So I go ahead and start working on, okay, how can I figure out how to fix this problem? Of course, Mr. Anderson is like totally disaster mode. Oh my God, we're going to die. Let's go buy a cooler. Let's get another fridge. You know, he's got all these solutions about, oh, we're, this is never going to work. Oh, we got to cancel the, cancel the plan. We got to go home. It was, he immediately goes into overblown, hyperbolic, we're never, never, never nothing's ever going to work. What are we going to do? <laughs> so, you know, he was quite upset about what we might be able to do here. And he was mad at me because I didn't do what he wanted me to do. He wanted me to drive half an hour to Yuba City, which I'm doing right now to go buy a cooler to put all our food in the fridge. Well, we have a second fridge. We have the outdoor kitchen, which has a tiny little fridge. So I, we just put as much, jammed as much as we could into the tiny little outdoor fridge. Um, and, uh, and then I continued working on the problem. <laughs> and it turns out that I was able to jury rig the 12 volt power to the back of the fridge to the brain of the of the fridge computer to you know provide a temporary 12 volt solution to get power to this fridge it's just a wire from a from a 12 volt battery that i'm running out the back window to the back of the fridge to make to make the power and i don't have any of the proper equipment I don't have the, like, the blade connectors for the electrical. I don't have, you know, I don't have any good wire or anything. This is just a makeshift problem. So, Mr. Anderson is mad. <laughs> and he's go, he doesn't understand what I'm doing because he doesn't understand these things. And uh, so, he, he, I said, just give me 30 more minutes and take the dog for a walk. And come back, and if I don't have the problem solved, then I will go to Yuba City and buy a cooler <laughs> from Target. Well, 
guess what happened? I fixed it. <laughs> and Mr. Anderson came back and he was so happy and whatever. But we're not fully fixed, right? We are we are jerry-rigged. So the fridge is working, but I need to fix the problem properly. So now this morning it is now 10 o'clock in the morning. This morning I got up and I was trying to trace this wire from the, you know, the front of the RV, from the power distribution center, all the way back to the fridge. And, you know, I worked forward from the front, from the distribution center, and I, I had to take apart all the shit in the, in the underground basement storage contain, compartment. I had to take panels off and unload all the stuff I got in there, and I was crawling around there in my belly and uh, trying to f- follow this wire that runs, you know, from the front to the back, trying to find a break in the wire or mousy chewy or whatever. And so I followed, you know, the first three feet of it where it goes underground, under the floorboards and runs along underneath. Uh, I couldn't see anything in the first three feet and I went from the back of the fridge and followed that as far as I could took some panels off under the thing followed it couldn't see any problems so now I can only surmise that the break in this wire is somewhere in the 20 or so feet between you know that goes underneath where the wire runs underneath all of the in the secret compartment underneath the the you know in between the the upper and the lower the between this the what's it called the floor that we walk on and the underside of the trailer which is all protected with you know black plastic it's completely covered in so this morning I have not had a lot of success because I was hoping I could, you know, I tried a few things. I tried to steal a wire that was already running back there, and that's not going to work. So, so now I am on my way to O'Reilly's Car Parts <laughs> to buy blade connectors and wire and, you know, whatever else I need. Um, shrink tube wrapping, electrical tape. I should remember electrical tape. Um, and all the little things that I need to fix this problem. So today I have to do a better temporary jury-rigged situation so we can drive our trailer to the next destination where I'll have three days to work on the problem instead of one day. Because uh, the situation I have right now is not going to function for... You know, transporting, I got to do another 300 miles, 200 miles, and it's about a six hour day uh, of driving tomorrow. So, what I've set up will not work. Okay, so that's my crisis story. So, I'm learning a lot about 12 volt power, power distribution centers how fridges work, which are, fridges are quite dumb, by the way, uh, all they need is 12 volts, uh, 
and and propane and 120 volts of power. <laughs> and I have not yet electrocuted myself, so I'm calling it a good day. All right, I have some cryptic notes about other things. Oh, Ranger John, I don't think I'm going to be able to answer your questions or your comments. I was going to comment back to Ranger John. The cell service in the USA is kind of abysmal, I also have to say. So I don't know, is that just because we are not in the uh, built-up areas? What are my bars now? I have three bars here out. Uh, just shy of Yuba City by about 17 kilometers. So, uh, not very pleased with the cell service with Verizon in uh, the western states. Uh, okay, I think I'm going to call it there. So, we're still kicking. <laughs> we... Only a few times have I wanted to murder my husband. Um, so it's going pretty good, I think. All right, I am the Fay driver and RV technician. <laughs> you can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. You know, I'm really sorry I missed out on Pride 48. I, I've listened to a couple of shows. I caught the Harley in Denver, Harley, Harley and Casey in Denver show, enormous. I caught Big Fatty's show, but uh, you know the other the rest of the time I've been packing and unpacking my RV and driving all the time. I missed Scotty Battler. I missed the other other shows I really wanted to see or listen to. So today is Sunday. I'm out driving again. I'm and I'm busy. So and I'll be underneath my RV crawling around again. Uh, maybe later today trying to fix this problem so uh, I'm a little sad I couldn't participate more in the old the last Pride 48 but uh, I think like everybody probably one of the reasons Pride 48 is moving on because we are all moving on oh yeah and the price of diesel here is just outrageous six dollars a gallon for diesel I mean, that is crazy. It's like $6.30. And in the, on the best, the best price I can find is $5.59 for diesel. Like, good Lord, love a duck. All right, I'll stop talking now, hopefully. Thanks for listening. Bye.